Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Bing bong bing, bing bing bong, bong. Certainly is that time of day again. I guess that I do another bong for you. Bong. Wow. That must be your biggest <laughs> bong you've done as of so far. Oh, no, I could do bigger. Ready? Bong. You've really risen to the challenge. <laughs> Edit that, Collings. Yeah, Collings. Put up with this. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. God, he's had to put up with so much, our editor, Collings. That's a lot. I'm... Things that people don't even know how much stuff that guy I does. I know, exactly. Yeah. Farts, burps, coughs, sneezes. I just mean in general. Snorts. Just general nonsense that he has to deal with and us. And <laughs> Look, he's a god among men. Editing. And, and we yeah. respect him and he's great. Mm-hmm. So how are you over there, Jim Bob? Good. We are suggestible. I should ask you first, how are you? I'm double vaxxed, baby. Yeah, baby. How you feeling? It's all right. It just happened today. So I think I feel I feel tired, but I'm like, that could just be regular. <laughs> this could be regular stuff, you know what I mean? It's very but no, hard I feel to tell. relieved though. I'm just happy to have it done. I know. To be honest, yeah. Lucky, right? You feel lucky. But I can bloody I'll tell you this much, I can bloody I can bloody pick up bloody wireless with my bloody teeth now or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, you've got bloody, the five G in 5G there. Five G something, Bill Gates something, you know, that joke or whatever. <laughs> anyway, we recommend things and what are you recommending? Well, this before week? that I'll introduce the show. We're suggestible. We are married. I'm Claire. James is here also. He's double vaxxed. I'm single vaxxed, soon to be double vaxxed. That's right. And uh we are currently in Melbourne lockdown still. It's like week seven, I think, now. Who, Who knows? even knows? We've been in a million different lockdowns. It may continue to November. So, guys, I know we say this every week, but I'll say it again. The descent into madness is going well. It's going very well, I would say. You know what I mean? On a scale of one to just an absolute scream into the void, <laughs> it's probably like right up there. What are you recommending this week, Claire? Oh, oh, I'm so excited about this. So my fellow listeners who, like me, love a good crime drama, Possibly oh. of the British persuasion. You know how much I love it. True. Also, we should mention we're going to get to your Lego uh, <laughs> messages. <that we laughs> Avalanche. Got. Avalanche of Lego content we have this week. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Correct. Maybe They're... we should pivot. I feel like if we just pivoted into pure Lego, we'd probably do really well. Yeah, I know. I, we have about. never had so many emails ever. So I thought we'll start up top with the recos and then yeah. we can just like re- revel in the Lego uh World. I think and that's a good way. We should do it every week. Like talk about what we're going to talk about. You know what I mean? That's what we do on the <laughs> Weekly Planet. We're like, upcoming. Here we go. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like signaling. All right. Yeah, yeah I should because yeah, yeah, your yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. is a more popular one. That's probably why it's not as popular. Well, like that, this show is not as popular. And that's because that podcast has Meso. This podcast doesn't have Meso, so it's <laughs> it's lacking something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no. I could grow a beard. I could get shorter. That's true. I could make funny quips. You could make quips, funny. Quips. Are you tall? You're not taller than I Meso. I could say, are you? Mm, Chef's kiss. Are you taller than Meso? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. You've I always got an think inflated I'm t- sense of height. <laughs> I do. I always think I'm taller than I am. Mm. Why is that? But I, I actually think it's connected into my giant ego. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> no, and also my very terrible lack of spatial awareness yeah. and time. Yeah. I read an article about how some people are really bad with spatial stuff, like getting around corners and like 
um, getting around estimating. Corners. Yeah, I'm always bumping into shit. I've always got random bruises. And distances, like they're really bad at kind of estimating distances. And it's the same people who are also bad at time management ah. and they're constantly late. And I always hate being late except I always am late. And it's always because I don't give enough time for how long it will take to be somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so I always have to run past you and say, can this be done. We've talked about this, I'm sure. We have, but I was just I was just was reminding you that's why I'm always late. Also, that's why I lose keys. Which you have currently done. Our house keys are missing. But anyway, what's your recommendation for this All right. work? So, oh, it's so good, yum, yum. It is by the same people who created one of my other favourite shows of all time on the BBC, Line of Duty. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I love that show so much. It's still going, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it got, it's not as good. I think it kind of went off slightly off the boil, but it's still. It's consistent though, it's, right? It's great. Yeah. Oh, God, you can't fault it. Well, you can, the last series. Anyway, moving on. This one is called Vigil. Now, it is available in Australia on Binge, but it is a BBC show, so I'm sure you can get it in lots and lots of places. There's six episodes. They're currently dropping one a week here, which is driving me bonkers because I just want to binge it. Do you want me to just Um, steal it off the internet? (laughs) No, don't tell people we do that. No, I said, do you want me to? And you say no. I say definitely not, James. And I wink and I go... uh, I no. Will. I'll steal it. I will. No, you wouldn't do that. You're not a pirate of the internet waves. It's true. But anyway, sorry. Go on. Okay. Go on. So, Suran Jones. I think that's how you say her name. Suran Jones. It stars Suran Jones. She plays DCI Amy Silver, a detective given the task in investigating the death of a naval officer on board. And stay with me with this. A British submarine oh carrying nuclear weapons. Okay, oh so God. on the outset, I heard the premise and I thought, I definitely don't want to watch this because mm. I'm not that into submarine stuff. I love underwater things, but submarines I find boring because they look the same inside, right? Do you it's enjoy kind of the mid-90s Kelsey Grammer-led comedy Down Periscope? <laughs> Always. I love Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, I love yeah. Kramer. Not Kramer. You love Kramer? You love the guy who plays Kramer, that famously racist no, man? No, I don't love him. Um, to Michael Richards' credit, he's a, he's very good as Kramer. He's, I mean, he's also an excellent racist. Maybe he's changed. Anyway, yeah, sorry, go I don't on. Know. He's got such strange um, vertical hair. Yes, back to Vigil. So it's set on a submarine, and I started watching it because I got recommended um, to me by another podcast, and also. It's the makers of the line of duty. So come on, it's going to be good. So it becomes clear very quickly that DCI Amy has experienced trauma herself and is still dealing with her past while stuck deep underwater with a very hostile crew and a captain who doesn't want her to unearth the secrets of the submarine. I'm sorry, so she, did she come on board after the murder or she's yes. there for the no, murder? No, no, after the murder. So someone is murdered. Now, they are carrying nuclear weapons on this submarine yeah. and so they have to remain completely hidden. So the submarine is kind of circling the ocean and it's just it, the, its whole idea is that it doesn't exist. So because it's carrying like the nuclear weapons for the UK, basically. She get like somebody come to her house and go, "Mom, we have a special assignment." She goes, "Can't you see that it's my day off or whatever?" And they're like, "You don't understand. This is the most secret have thing." You seen and it? she's like, "Why don't you just tell me?" And she's like, "You better come down to the station or whatever." When she gets down there, there's a, there's a guy and he's like, "Listen, there's a situation. Obviously, this is very classified information, but we have a secret submarine that's got nuclear coats on it. We need you to go down to the submarine." Find out what you can. You've only got 24 hours or something. (laughs) Is that that right? You nailed it. I could write television. (laughs) I was just really enjoying that bit. I was going to interrupt and I thought, I'm just going to see, take this to the conclusion. 
You probably could actually now you know the premise. I'll, I'll just clarify your question after you did that hilarious bit. So I, was, I, was there a question in there? Yeah. Okay. So one of the stars of Line of Duty is actually the guy that gets murdered within the first like five minutes. Like the main guy. Mm. Oh. So you think that he's going to be like starring in the show and I was like, ooh, excellent, I love this dude. And then he gets murdered. Yeah. Well, And initially it's like he just is found dead in his cabin. And so then it's suspicious and they can't. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, exactly. And so they send the detective down and they can only send her down because there's not a lot of room in the submarine that's very tight quarters yeah. and obviously there's not many beds and they only want her to be there for three days so she can sign off to figure out what happened and then head back up to sea, to land or whatever. Yeah. But then it quickly becomes apparent that there is a lot more to this submarine and all of the kind of hostile stuff that's happening on there and her partner in crime and also romantic partner, Kirsten Longacre, who is played by Rose Leslie, who people will recognise from Game of Thrones. Oh, you know nothing, John. Oh, she's no. real life also married to Kit Harrington. Yeah, well, she yeah. is. I know. Gosh, she's great. Well, she plays, so they're actually romantically involved as well mm. um, with DCI Amy, but they're also like partners investigating. And so she's doing all the investigating on land and uncovers a series of cover-ups by the Navy and MI5, which become really difficult to manage and she starts getting threatened. And I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to do spoilers, but there's espionage and intrigue and mysterious deaths. And it's just, it's really gripping. And if you want something that is like super far from being stuck in your goddamn house with yeah. your goddamn kids, though? with your goddamn husband. Stuck underwater. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's also on land as well. Okay. And it's just, it's just, it's just a really great story. And yeah. and it gets far-fetched and ridiculous in points. Do you reckon but they're going to more than one season? It's kind of your, your run out of like, are they going to go to a different I feel like, enclosed space? Look, for I the next feel murder? like Saran Jones is so excellent as the DCI in this that I feel like I would watch her in anything, like investigate anything. And they are, mm. they've got a really good dynamic, the two of them together. So I would love it if they made another series. It sounds good, honestly. You could just change the setting like completely. Yeah, totally. Put it in, set it in space, whatever. Yeah, exactly. You got three. You got to go to a secret <laughs> space station. You got three days. Richard I can't Branson believe I said twenty four hours. I nearly said. I nearly. I di- I nearly didn't say twenty four hours because that's too short for a show. Yes, I got caught up. <laughs> you did. Well, it actually turns out that this is a little spoiler. She ends up having to stay longer than three days, and ah. she gets stuck down there, and she suffers from claustrophobia because of a part an incident that happened in her past. Yeah, and she's so- stuck in a submarine where a murder happened. <laughs> That's why you're the best person for the job. I, t- I swore I'd never do another submarine murder <laughs> investigation. <laughs> Sorry, so funny. It sounds good, yeah. honestly. Look, it sounds it's good. It's really yeah. good. And it, I think you would like it because you love like stuck in space dramas, right? And yeah. the submarine is kind of the same thing. That It's not it is, gravitation, yeah. but it's very close quarters with the same people that are stuck there for a set period of time and they can't leave. Mm. And because there's kind of the military involved and there's power structures and obviously also it's quite dangerous, the ship is often nearly sinking all the time for some reason. So there's always these kind of this undercurrent of like the captain of the ship being like, no, don't come here and investigate the murder. We're about to explode. And she's like, you need to give me time. I have to interview my suspects. And he's like, your suspects are saving the ship. And yeah. they're like, get her out of here. Didn't you Confine hear me? Confine it to her quarters. The submarine's about to explode. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, incredible. Yeah, it's great. And it's, it's ridiculous. That's great. Anyway, so that's it. Sounds Vigil great. Everybody enjoy Murder Submarine on <laughs> BBC iPlayer or whatever it's on. Cool. All right, your turn. 
Um, I watched Modern Love Season 2. I don't know if you watched Modern Love Season 1, that basically it's developed uh, yet again by John Carney, and it's based on the weekly column of the same name published by the New York Times. Again, it's, uh, it consists of eight episodes, and the idea is that there's eight stories based on real-life events or stories that get published that they've then fleshed out into like a short story that then you can watch and enjoy and be like, oh, love stories. What's love stories about? So I'm just going to give a a very quick breakdown of the ones that I enjoyed. But in general, really good, right? There's one, uh, I also also mentioned it's it's love in its multitude of forms, including sexual, romantic, familiar, uh, familial, platonic, and self-love, which are presented in eight half-hour episodes. Uh, so one of them that I really like was the first one with, with Mimi Driver. And she's, you find out, uh, you know, pretty quickly. Is it Mimi Driver? Mimi. Mummy, it's Mimi. Mimi. It's Mimi. Mim, it's it's Mimi. definitely Mimi Driver. Mimi. It's <laughs> M-I-M-I, isn't it? No, it's Mimi Driver, isn't it's it? It's Mimi. Do you think it's Mimi? Yes. I don't I've think it's Mimi. It's definitely Mimi Driver. Mimi. That's what it says on, on Wikipedia. Her Mimi. name is Mimi. Mini. How do you spell that? It, her name is actually Amelia Fiona Jessica. How do you spell Mini it? Mini Driver. M-I-N-N-I-E. Oh, my God, really? Mini Driver. <laughs> he called them Mimi. Mimi Driver. I don't know. That does make more sense. I don't know why sense. that makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Mini Driver sounds made up. It sounds like a car. <laughs> Well, that's her name, mate. That's her name. I'm sorry. Of her name. Anyway, I actually did watch part of this episode. Yeah, so know. basically she's re- she's clearly in her second marriage and it seems to be going rather well, but she also has this old car from her first marriage from her husband who passes away and that's the only kind of connection that she still has to him and what she does, even though it's this kind of old piece of crap that, not even, but it's just like it breaks down. It's like it's got old parts and whatever. When she wants to talk to him, she goes in this car and drives and just talks kind of like it's like he's there with her because of the smell and the setting and all this kind of thing. It's just a kind of way up with her new marriage and whether she needs to let go of her old um, relationship and also, and she's kind of struggling with that. It's also like there's a financial incentive to get rid of the car also because, you know, money and, and whatever. So I really enjoyed that one. There's kind of a more fun, lighthearted one uh, with Kit Harrington. Ooh, and Lucy, you know nothing, John no, Snow. I don't know anything. You're correct. So I'm with Lucy Boynton and they, it's called Strangers on a Train or something like that where they meet on a train and they hit it off really well and they're like, we'll meet back here. Let's not exchange numbers. Who cares for social media? <laughs> And then they they split up, they split up, and she goes to live with her mum, and he goes to live with her bra- his brother, played by Jack Raynor, who I really like. He's in um, Sing Street. If you ever seen Sing Street, he's the I older love brother in Sing Street. Sing Street. It's such a good soundtrack too. Mm. Anyway, then COVID happens, so they are locked down, and they can't oh. get back to the station because that it can't go anywhere, and so that and they, there's no way of getting in contact. But I think my favourite one was my last one, which was it's called Second Embrace uh, with Hearts and Open Eyes, and it stars. Sophie Okanado and Van to- Tobias Menzies, who you might know as the bad guy in Outlander. Yes, correct. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And she's from a bunch of stuff as well that I cannot remember, probably Doctor Who episodes and a bunch of other things. Anyway, they play uh, – they're, they're a divorced couple and he was kind of like a fuck up and didn't do much. And so they've been split up and they've got kids together and it's about them kind of trying to – well, he wants to reconcile, but she's like, uh, you're much better than you used to be. But at the same time, this is something that, you know, I want to get into again. And that, that's how that relationship develops and how much it's kind of changed over the years also and how they've both kind of grown into like different people. And it's great. That one was, I think it's the last one. And that one was like by far my favorite. Um, but they're all really good. And they're all like got different levels of like, 
depth and humor and do you know what I mean? It's they're, yeah. they're, they're all com- they're all completely different um, in a good way. So you kind of don't know what you're walking into, but they they're really good at establishing like characters you've never seen before and you'll never see again, and kind of packing a lot of story into it. Um, there's one also about this couple who have this kind of they, this couple, these two guys, they they date, they have this one date, and then like tragedy strikes for one of them. And it's kind of a flashback and how they both remember the situation like slightly differently. Oh, cool. Um, it's really good. It's a really well-written show and uh, and it's on Prime Video. I'm pretty sure it's on Prime. I loved the first yeah. series. It's just as good, I, I would so say. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching um, that first episode with Mimi Driver. I think it's Mimi, Mimi Driver. Mimi? Oh, Mimi. Mimi Driver. I think Mimi. that's her name. Mimi. Mimi. <laughs> Why, Miniature that? driver. Anyway, go on. Anyway, with Mini. <laughs> say your name now. So it's Mini. It's Mini. M I double N I E. It's Mini. We're going to get emails now about Mini driver. No, Claire, don't <laughs> no. try and deflect from what we really get emails for. <laughs> and I just got, something happened with the kids and I had to turn it off, I think, and I yeah. didn't go back to it. So oh, I'm so excited to do that. I'm going to, after I get off my submarine, Excellent. I'm going to go and yeah. uh, it was launch really, into one of um, It was also like when it finished, I was like, oh, that sucks. Like I was really kind of. Oh, yeah, got no rhythm with it. Yeah, no. I just I loved that one. I loved the the mini modern love with Anne Hathaway. Did you say that episode? That was it's the one about she her has bi- bipolar. bipolar. Yeah, that one was great. And yeah. it's about friendship, and yeah. it was just beautiful. And this I, one I yeah. feel is like more British. I don't know whether it had something to do with the um maybe not. Or maybe I'm misremembering something to do with the lockdowns and whatever. But it, it could felt have been more actually. British. Yeah, just from memory. Um, so interesting. It might not actually it? be the case. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Anyway, Anywho. what's next? All right, so after last week's episode, if you haven't listened to last Debacle. week's episode, we had a bit of an argument about Lego. And I've been told by the many, many emails that I have received, I got more emails this last week than I have in the entire, like, I don't know, time we've been doing Suggestible, really? I reckon. No, as in like more in one week more than I week, ever yeah, had. Yeah. yeah, correct. I reckon, yeah, we got so many. Mm. And um, Well, what was, the, what was the basis of this? All right, so the basis of the argument was that I had been organising our stuff by IKEA Trofast drawers, which apparently are also a thing because people emailed me about it and they were just like telling me how much they love Trofast and I was just right there with them. Nobody's arguing about the drawers, Claire. <laughs> Nobody's emailing about drawers. Anyway, we also got many photos. I can oh. show you many photos of different people and the way that they've set up their Lego. Um, good. But the main thing was that I wanted to sort our Lego by colour into these Trofast drawers and James thought that was lunacy. It is lunacy. And you decided it was because at the moment our Lego is in just one big tub yep. all mixed in. You said it's busy work, kids just need to sort through it. Yep. Right. So there are people in many camps. Also, to clarify, it is not Legos. It is called Lego. As, like, as a lovely Nobody listener. Nobody said Legos. Who said must, Legos? One of us must have. I I'm would just never. Gonna, okay, can I just for fun, because this has made me giggle so much, can I read you some of the titles of Absolutely the emails? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> so, 
Funny. All right. Sorting Legos. Lego alternative. Lego debacle. <laughs> Recommending a masterpiece of Lego. Wow. Lego with an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> the great Lego debate. How I sort my Lego in capital letters. Trofast, trofurious. <laughs> <laughs> Both That's of good. you are right about Lego. No. Thanks, Noah. That was from our listener, Noah, and I appreciate that, mate. Okay, so some people are in the camp that I'm an absolute Lego novice, and I don't know what I'm talking about. I got quite a few tweets, and all of them agreed with me, every single all right. one. Isn't that just very They tagged you in it as well. They tagged it in <laughs> you as well. Them. I didn't reply to any of them. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, most people who were emailing you did say that sorting them by colour and shape, if you are going to sort them, is the way to sort them. A very, I think. What? Yes. Colour and shape. Yeah. Like if you're going to sort them, you sort them by both. No. And if you really need to sort them, you sort them by type first and then by colour. So you're also right. Why do you need to sort them though? Because they're messy, James. That's the point. All right, okay, so I wanted to show you Ken's epic Lego room. And I know this is, we'll put it on Twitter or somewhere because it's like. If Ken gives us permission. Yeah, because it's so awesome. So this is a a letter from Ken. Claire, James, long-time listener, love all your shows and all your suggestions. You guys recently mentioned Lego and Ikea Trofas, two of my life passions. Oh, Ken, I'm with you, mate. I completely agree with Claire that they're a great solution for organising all the kids' junk. We use them in our toy room and our Lego room. Here's Ken's Lego room here. So look, Ken. It's, it's a, it's, it is a masterpiece. Look at this thing. Look, look. Holy look at all shit. the drawers. Look yeah. at all the – mate, I, we have to put this on Twitter. It's He's got just, a Lego sign and all. Yeah, it's That's so awesome. awesome. James is correct that the proper way to sort Lego bricks is by type, not colour. I'm seeing some coloured bricks in there though. Am I incorrect yeah, in those Yeah, well, but listen. But the easier method is sorting by colour. Something to consider is how often the kids will mix them up, which is always – so we just went by colour. I thought I'd share a quick pic of our Lego room, which uses all Trofast to sort our Lego collection. Oh Thanks for God. the entertainment, Kenny from Chicago. I love that. What a ledge. I'm a big fan. I know. So he actually, and he looks like a Lego aficionado, sorts them by colour, mate. Yeah. So they, and that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Is that just that one? <laughs> no, I'm going to share some more. I could read five right now. <laughs> All right, okay, can I? Sorry, this is from David. Sorry, Claire, but James is 100% right about Lego. You should just dump it all in one bun or if you must sort it, then by size, shape, not colour. Dominic says, Lego was organised in order of preference. No organisation, number two, organised by Lego type, number three, colour. Earthbender of Sector 2814 says, just listen to your latest suggestible episode on Lego absolutely should not be organised. I hope you've taken a hard stance on this and are being really stubborn about it and causes a lot of fights. KP Murphy says, sorry, but the idea of separating and storing Legos by colour seems literally insane to me. You'd have to redo it every time your kids play with them. If If anything, by kind of Legos makes more sense, but honestly, also pointless. Big smiley laughing face. Gabe says, Lego should not be sorted. But like James says, if you're going to sort them in the least helpful way possible, sort them by colour because when you're looking for a specific Lego piece, you're looking for the size and not the colour. All right. Can I play you something now? (laughs) Yes. All right. Here is some recording from the wonderful Wyatt who has sent us in and his title was The Great Lego Debate. Are you listening? Let's Let's go. Here we go. Hey, Claire and James, this is Wyatt from Alberta, Canada, and I am here to really drive a wedge in between you two (laughs) and to weigh in on the great Lego 
debate. <laughs> James is quite frankly very wrong. What? He's so wrong. Yeah. And sorting yeah. by color is absolutely the superior method. <laughs> not right. uh, when I sorted all my Legos, I tried to go by type, but okay. it's just he impossible says- to he determine says- like where you draw the line on certain types of Lego. And then you don't know what you put in what bin, and it's just a nightmare. But by color, you know, you want to build a castle. Here's my tub of gray pieces. And it's all there, and it's all ready to go. So, Claire, you are right. James, you are wrong. But that said, I just want to thank you guys so much for all of your excellent content. (laughs) I love tuning in with you guys, and I look forward to it every week. So keep up the good work, and thanks a lot. Oh, why? I appreciate that. Thank you for playing. Thank you for handpicking the the one beautiful Lego that he sorted by color. He also said, as he used the word Legos. He said Legos. (laughs) So I think that absolutely wipes any opinion. Yeah. Why it sounded wonderful and like a real Lego aficionado. No, he sounds like a guy who you agree with. <laughs> Fine. I'll read you another one from the wonderful Georgia Day. Let's mix it up. Look, they are amazing. Georgia, you're a legend. You are of lemony egg fame. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I All love right. that. That Georgia, was one of my favourite emails. Yeah. I know. What a superstar. <laughs> I want to see if it's Okay. Hey, Claire and James, it's Georgia of Lemony Egg Infamy. <laughs> I've got some more cheeky suggestibles for you. Claire, I know how much you love a British murder mystery, so I have a three-part show for you to watch Ordeal by Innocence. And James, for you, I recommend having a nap. You won't regret it. <laughs> oh, man, I would love that. Thank you. <laughs> and also a graphic novel called Miles Morales' Shockwaves by Justina Reynolds. I have not read that. I'm going to put that it's in. It's short and sweet and by gum, it's adorable. Ah, let's do it. As are you, Georgia. Okay, now I have to weigh in on the Lego debate. Okay. <laughs> oh, Miles Morales' Shockwave, my... right? Yes. Yep, cool. Okay, this is breaking my heart to read this because Georgia, come well, on. Well, you've already let them down. <laughs> so is it really surprise? Here we thing? go. Okay. Yes, I can lose my mind. Claire, are you out of your mind? <laughs> if you must sort Lego, if, that's in capital letters, it's got to be done by the type of piece, not this colours nonsense. Sure, it'll look satisfying, but at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. Anyway, keep up the great work and I hope you're doing okay in ye old lockdown. Please, can I get a quick shout-out to my partner, Lottie? She went to stay with her parents for the summer, but soon we will be reunited. Oh, that's I nice. love her and miss her, and also she's the best. Okay, bye, legends. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I am out of my goddamn say, mind, Georgia. You say you like Georgia, <laughs> but done nothing but criticise your work. I know. Uh, I know. Which I'm all here for, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but- I'm 100%. Are we done with Lego? Can we have a few more? I've got another voice memo if you want to hear sure, one. Sure, is another one criticising me that you've handpicked? Because quite frankly, I'm not here <laughs> no, for that. No, to be fair, on mass, if I'm being honest, most people agreed with most. you. Let's say like Actually, 98%. there was a really good one that wrote in to say, and I think I'm trying to remember who it was, that for kids they should all just be in one big container. Yeah. But then for adults. Then you sort it by colour and, and type. I can't argue with that. Honestly, I think that's right. Yeah. If you're an adult like who's who's doing like Lego stuff, then yeah, you're probably 
you're, you're, you know, you're well into it. You've established a pattern. You know what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Correct. So yeah, I totally, exactly. I totally agree with it. I found that graphic novel, by the way. Good. Oh, fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So I'll read you one more from Josh. So this is from Joshua. First, this podcast is so amazing and funny. Your relationship reminds me a lot of me and my wife. Thank you so much, Joshua. All right. Yeah. On to the Legos. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a Lego fan. They were my favourite toy growing up and I still get Lego sets today. Claire, you're great, but you are wrong on your sorting pick. When building with Lego, the key is to be able to find the right shape piece to construct what you are trying to create. The colour comes second. It doesn't matter if you can find all the same colour pieces. If you can't find the right shaped pieces to build whatever you're trying to make. Also, picking out the right colour from all the shaped pieces is so much easier than picking out the right shape from all pieces of the same colour. Think about trying to find a white postcard out of a huge box of white cardstock versus a white postcard out of a box of different coloured postcards. Order of sorting preference. I love this. I love this in your level of detail. People are into it. It's so good. Number one, if you want to go all out, by shape and colour. Number two, by shape, for sure. If you don't have the time or organisation space to do both, Number three, I guess if you wanted to sort, you could do by colour, but I would even do a basic shape sort before colour of flat pieces, bricks, miscellaneous and mini figs together before colour sorting. Finally, a recommendation, and you mentioned this as well, watch Lego Masters. We don't have kids yet. Our first kid is set to arrive in November 3rd, but the show is so good. What can they build? What they build is incredible regardless of whether you played with Lego or not. And Will Arnett really makes the show work. Keep up the good work, Josh from oh, Milwaukee. Oh, the American one's Will Arnett. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know um, that either. We'll talk about that. We're probably running – I want to talk about it properly. So maybe I'll watch that one this week as well and we'll get back to it. Yeah, I think Lego that's Masters a really good week. idea. So for all those massive Lego people that have <laughs> climbed out of the, the plastic brick works, uh, we'll be back. Check out this Check out this comic. How good does it look? Oh, wow, Georgia. This is cool. That's incredible. It's beautiful. Oh, James, you James, you've just nailed what James loves. But it's He's also like so the style, like the style of it's amazing. Yeah, it's like a different style, which I, I yeah, like. Yeah, it's really, style. really cool. Cool. Thanks so much. Thanks for everyone Everybody, who wrote in, yeah. and it's been such a joy. So, if you would love to write into the show, we would love you to. If it's about Lego. Love it. We love photos too. I loved all the photos that I got from be, people's I mean, Lego it rooms. It would be cool if people like are making things or enjoying things or whatever. I mean, if they want to, it's like send it through. It would be really cool. Totally. It really made my day watching all of this cool. Like, oh, okay, I have to show you one more on the show. This one is from Emmett Flaherty. Flaherty. Flaherty, yes. Oh, my gosh. Flaherty. It's so cool. So my name is Emmett. Just want to give you the lowdown on Lego from my perspective. For adults, it should be sorted by type. For kids, it shouldn't be sorted at all. It's Emmett who gave me that recommendation. Thank you. Gotcha. All right, exactly. Also, he asked me to do more singing, which is excellent. Um, Disagree. Okay, I'm just going to show you his Lego room and you can explain. You can have a look. Look uh, at this level oh of detail. God. He is a Lego aficionado. He's got his, uh, then it's not Tupperware, is it? It's bigger than Tupperware. It's just plastic. And t- How is it sorted? Yeah, so it's, it's sorted by colour, but pieces. I think also by shape as yeah. well. I mean, oh, look wow. at this Lego room. He's got a Ecto One. I'm, I'm taking this. Give me this. <laughs> He's got his all his Star Wars stuff up the top. He's got the Razor Crest from um, what's it called? It's he's got like wooden shelving all over his walls with oh, just like just incredible Lego, Lego he's got creations. Like, he's got some vintage He-Man toys on here as well. Oh, he's got that Daily Bugle Spider-Man set. Ooh. Some good stuff, Claire. Some good stuff. <laughs> Emmett, you've really outdone yourself. Wait till you hear Emmett's story as well. Please. I need to read you the story about his mum. Okay. 
So, uh, Emmett, I will have to put these up. Maybe we'll put them on Twitter, I think, would be really yeah. great. Also, this is Emmett. What a legend. So oh, he's wearing lovely. the Robat bat and bat top. He is. Love it. I know. He's so great. Okay, so this is the last letter I promise I'll read, uh, but it's so good. I listen to your show every week and your other one, what's it called? Office Ladies or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Irish and live in Germany. I remember one time you were talking about James having an Irish belly, just wants spuds. And I can confirm personally that before I moved to Germany, I only ever got spuds for dinner. Twas great. (laughs) I liked it. The last time my parents visited, we went to an Italian restaurant and my mother ordered spaghetti and ended up leaving most of it because she didn't know how to get the food from the plate to her mouth. Back home, it was always potato, veg, and a piece of meat. That's so funny because it's not even like you can get spaghetti in a can. Like the fact that you would have gone your entire life without figuring out how to, like chopsticks, I get. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you don't know chopsticks, I like I understand that. But just like <laughs> that's incredible. That's very oh, Irish. No. Anyway, sorry, go Damn on. It. So good. Also, you were talking about the Matrix on that other podcast. Yeah, yeah. And the German synchronization. And I, I have the Matrix on Blu-ray and they do indeed say Sex Krispies. They do. <laughs> Although the subtitles say Tasty Wheat. Interesting. Know. You don't know what I'm talking about. Um, no, but it sounds very funny. You should watch the Matrix again. I love the Matrix. Yeah. I do. I really love it. And the other it. ones are good too. Like All we right. recently do a rewatch. Anyway. And Kate, the last little bit, he says, thanks for passing the time for me every week on the way to work. Also, more singing, Claire. What? What is <laughs> no, going on No here? one ever says that to me. I feel like I you just add constantly. these to the end of the emails. Oh, and by the way, Claire, you're an amazing singer and we want to hear more from you. <laughs> I feel like people are just placating me because I don't know everything about all the things you know about. This isn't a show about how many things I know about Spider-Man, Claire. (laughs) There's enough of that going on in the other show. There is. Anyway, as always, I was reminded this week of how wonderful our listeners are and I think you're all bloody legends and I would love to hear from more of you and send us your photos. It bloody made my day. Yeah. It was awesome. I think it just shows like, like honestly like the universal appeal of Lego where even if you, like, don't use Lego anymore, and, like, I didn't for years because, you know, we didn't have kids and now I'm, like, fully back, like, involved in it. Like, it just everybody has has used it at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And it's just I really... Except this dude's mum probably. <laughs> oh, what a sweetheart. Yeah, that sounds awesome. very something like, like, like something from someone from my family who would be like, <laughs> what's this? It's an egg. Yeah. <laughs> a what? Yeah, sorry, Ron. So funny. Anyway, yeah, so thank you so much to everyone who wrote in about Lego and, uh, yeah, we'll save the chat about Lego Masters for next week. Yep. I think. All right, so you can email the show at todesperpod at gmail.com. Do you have a review over there, Jim Actually, do, Claire. Thank you for asking because I do have a review and I just need to open it in my phone machine. Here we go, Uh, my portable telephone. Um, This is from uh, Tyrion the Cat. This podcast makes me happy. Oh, wait, that's an old one. Or is it a new one? I don't know. Yeah, I already read that one. But thank you, Tyrion, the cat. <laughs> uh, this is from Around the Twist. Remember Around the Twist of the show? Correct, I do. Charlie Clawson, who you get, did a podcast with this, this oh, week. Oh, yeah, on Tons. I have a, t- a podcast with Charlie Clawson this week on Tons. Mm. And I also went and did his podcast, Tofop. Yes, Fofop. Fofop. Oh, yes, Fofop. And the artwork was great by James Fosdyke, but also my gums are huge. Yeah, my I look... <laughs> 
57 years old in mind. He really takes the feature that you're most uh, embarrassed about, most about and like really exaggerate. I look it. like shriveled and old. I look like I've been just in the sun my entire life. Anyway, uh, this is it's a critical review, and you can just do this in app. It's so helpful to the show. This podcast is so good, it's almost as good as the more popular and successful podcast, Aww. Taunts. <gasps> From around the twist. I uh, speaking of, yeah, Charlie Clawson auditioned for Bronson, I think, in the 90s for, for Around the Twist. And he like he's got a story how he just like bombed hard. <laughs> so he was never Bronson. Oh, I love that. Have you ever, ever felt like this? No. Have strange things happen while you're going around the twist? All right, Emmett, that was just for you, mate. Yeah. Just a cheeky little song. <laughs> cool. Let's get out of okay, here. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I mean, if you want, it's up to you.